0: Okay. Hi, welcome back to the trauma podcast. Uh week nine. We have race and ethnicity again.
1: <laughs> I think. I don't know, I just woke up. Yes. Um and then the poem the same poem we picked was Black Don't Crack. I will pull out my little notes from it. <laughs> I found think it favorite part of this one was how blunt he was about like everything he knew he didn't like hide any part of it yeah he didn't put a ton of metaphors in it like he just got Mm -hmm. straight to the point
0: personally i love metaphors especially in slam poems but i really liked it i felt like it really felt fit like the vibe of this poem yeah just have it be a very concrete poem
1: yeah for me, I think with topics like his, where it's, like, so broad but super specific to his life, that it's a lot easier and, like, clearer if you do it in a concrete form instead of abstract.
0: Yeah, I feel like it has more of an effect if it's mm-hmm. a concrete, like, you aren't covering up, like, this hard story with pretty words. hmm I don't know. I feel like it can have more of an emotional effect. Yeah. What was your favorite line from the poem?
1: Oh. I can't. Hmm. It was the part, I can't think of the exact line, um, but it was the part where he talked about um, they may not crack, but they're like the first to break. It was, oh, I have
0: this one written down, it's black doesn't
1: crack, but it's the first to break. Yeah. I thought that was really, like, saying something about, like, how he viewed the way society deems uh, people's, like, breaking and, like, destruction.
0: Yeah. What about you? Your favorite (sighs) line? I don't know. I... I like it a lot. Um... I'm not sure I liked the line where it's just everyone and then everything fades to black I
1: Mm -hmm. just thought it was
0: a cool like I don't know like it fit in and has like other meanings I don't know yeah I don't know I just or it's like the black doesn't crack but if it could Mm
1: mm-hmm I like that one. And then it goes into, like, they would crack, like, an iPhone and stuff like that.
0: I don't have that part
1: written down, though, so. I like the way that that metaphor, like, brings in something that everyone's familiar with.
0: Yeah, it's, like, we all know. It's, like, when you drop your phone, it's either gonna be fine or it's gonna shatter.
1: And so. it's, like, heartbreaking until you yeah. know.
0: It's, like, there's no in-between when you drop your phone. It's not, like, a little crack. It's either gonna be perfectly fine or it's gonna shatter.
1: Yeah. And then in her, the page poem we picked from her, which is, Are Y'all Really From Alabama? Yes, I have that one told up. Which uh, starts out with a little uh, quote from MLK Jr. Uh, titled, Why We Can't Wait. Mm-hmm. I think that was a good starting point for this because it basically creates like a, um, it builds the location so it like, it's easier to understand what's going on.
0: Yeah. It like it's kind of like a lead in almost. Yeah. yeah. Um with the I like the format of this poem. It's very interesting. I
1: like it. It's kinda of difficult to read, but I like it. I like kind of the statement it showed. What do you mean? Well, if all of the, like, um, the hitting parts are towards the end where it moves to the beginning. And, like, it starts over. What do you mean? I'm confused. <laughs> so, the way I read it, like, the, like, biggest part of the phrase was the part that was going from the end of the line to the start of the next. So like all of the words were like that are across the left. Yeah, those were like the words that like hit the hardest in the sentence for me.
0: That makes so much sense. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I just thought it was a looked kind of cool, but <laughs> that kind
1: of makes sense now. It does look cool, but that's just like how I read it. it seems like the start my brain's like oh here's the emphasis here's the emphasis
0: yeah okay so that that makes sense okay (laughs) that is cool yeah i don't know i really i really liked the last line that's like what really got my attention is the black oppression's not happenstance it's law Mm -hmm. i i don't know that's what kind of caught me not like off guard but it really just hit because it's like it really did used to be like a legal law but now it's just social law because it's what people are used to it's just normalized bias I guess I yeah. don't know I just thought it was a very good way to put that
1: mm-hmm and then in my poem, nothing to worry about. It focuses on how um, black people are like still treated today, and like like it talks about also like where those kind of like um, suspicions and like stereotypes like started out, because yeah. it talks about in the I think it's the fifth stanza maybe the which stanza, uh, I think it. If I can count, it's the fourth one. Fourth stanza. Awesome. Uh, it's drunk driving kills more than crack, but DUIs don't attract five year sentences. Don't see dream- Jim Crow signage in courtyards, but the same structures still shackle the ankles of black yeah. inmates. Yeah. I think it was like a really big uh, moment for me using like the Jim Crow sign, mm-hmm. comparing it with the um, shackles for black inmates. i thought that was like a really strong comparison
0: yeah it definitely kind of shows like the connection between like ooh, voice crack between like past like legal like legalized racial bias and now it's just like it it kind of like influenced like the super high like prison rate of black (laughs) inmates because of that it's just still uh like, not subconscious, because I'm pretty sure people know they're doing it. Not but always, like, but yeah. I yeah, agree. but it feels like we as a society kind of realize that is happening. But, but we just ignore it for... Yeah, because it's an ugly part of society, so we just ignore it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess my favorite part of this poem would be... Probably the one right after that's the, we spend $2.1 million a year to put a soldier in Afghanistan, 35000 to lock a black kid up with racist laws, a third of that on education, and only $15,000 on minimum wage job. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it really puts it in perspective.
1: Yeah. Uh, in senior studies, we're doing uh, the current unit. We uh, just had a police warden mm-hmm. in today. Mm-hmm. Uh and he was like talking about like how much it costs for an inmate. And it's like like he said that he has a thousand inmates in just his prison. And he said it was just over twenty eight thousand per person per year. Jeez. And I was sitting there when I read this and I was like thinking about that and I'm like, oh wow. That's a lot. It's so bad. And, like, that really affects all of society. Yeah. No, if,
0: I have very strong political views. Like, maybe not, like, super strong, but, like, one of the things I do feel strongly about is prison reform. hmm So, like, just, uh, I don't know. I feel like we need to, that's one of the things we really need to fix, and it starts with not having racial bias with, you know, criminals. Mm -hmm. like they're all criminals they're all gonna get treated the same if they did something wrong they get locked up but don't discriminate about how long they get locked up or what like how serious the punishment is just because of their race Yeah. like if they stole something maybe don't lock the black person up for like four years when you just give the white person a fine so like maybe don't do that but,
1: you know, just a thought. <laughs> and then what about your uh, page poem, This is Not a Small Voice?
0: This is the one that I was looking for this morning, and then I couldn't find it. So mm-hmm. I chose a different one. And then it was the one that you chose for last week. Yeah. And I was like, huh, I wonder why this sounds familiar. Yeah. But well. uh, this one, I... The part that I liked was the first stanza. It's, this is not a small voice you hear. This is a large voice coming out of these cities. This is the voice of Latanya, Kedisha, Shaniqua. This is the voice of Antoine, Daryl, Shaquille. Like, I liked how she said, like, these super stereotypical, like, black names. Because people make fun of them Mm -hmm. all the time. Like, the amount of times you'll hear people's, like, jokingly say the name, like, Shaniqua. Like, in a really annoying, mean voice, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really liked it. I liked how it really emphasized that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. <I'd say laughs> I like the line that says, Uh, the section is, it's in the, at the very bottom of this one. It says, this is a love colored with iron and lace. This is a love initial black genius. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I think I like the combination of iron and lace. Yeah, like the, um, what's it called? Contrast. Mm-hmm. That's not the word I'm
0: looking for, but it works.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like just how like different, those are like opposite sides of the spectrum, like a soft white lace and then like a hard dark iron. Yeah. I liked it's... how they use that.
0: Yeah. No, I really liked, I'm just seeing it now. Uh, This is not a small love you here. I just, I don't know. I really like that line for some reason. Yeah. Like, I just really got it today. But, like, I've read it before. But it's, like, and every time it, like, almost makes me cry.
1: Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's because it's almost, like, heartbreaking in a way. It is
0: heartbreaking. But it's just such a beautiful line. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what else is there? Songs, songs. What do you think about the share song? Cause I have
1: thoughts. Hmm. Um, not gonna lie, I'm not a huge fan of this song.
0: Okay, okay, good. So we're we're on the same page <laughs> with that.
1: I whoa, whoa, whoa. understand that, like, at the time, this wouldn't have been like as bad as it is. But like for me, um, specifically, it just like. It kind of, like, hurts to, like, read it. Yeah.
0: It's, it seems, I don't know. It's, like, kind of, I don't know. It's just weird, I guess. Like, like I obvi- get how it...
1: Sorry. I get how it fits, like, the topic. Yeah. The same like, type of, like, getting stuck in between, like, different heritages. But, like... Yeah, like, the I lyrics
0: the- are good. Like, the lyrics really fit, and they're good
1: but the way but they're is, presented is yeah really gross a,
0: a bit sketchy not gonna lie it's like no very offensive yeah no and as far as i'm aware i'm not native american we don't really know we my like grandpa was adopted and we can't really do a dna test or anything so like mm-hmm. but i have a lot of native american relatives mhm and this is kind of really offensive
1: i am part native american and i don't like i understand that, like the that's not the purpose of this yeah but like it definitely carries that same like um almost like degrading factor
0: yeah and it's like the costume that she wears in the video it makes me really uncomfy because it's just sexualizing a really like important part of native american culture yeah and it's like, hi, um, please stop. Mm-hmm. Like, and I recognized that when this came out, it was 1973. I literally looked that up. That was the norm. Mm-hmm. But please, it's so embarrassing, Cher. Stop yeah. it.
1: It's definitely, like, if something like this existed now, it would be so harped on for, like, being super, like, the term half-breed it's so offensive. Yeah.
0: Like, I get, like, that's what their point, the lyrics are trying to get across. Like, this is what people are calling me, and it hurts. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to take it back and own it.
1: Yeah, but it's like. like... If
0: a Native American, like an actual indigenous person, sang the song, it would be an amazing, like, hard hitting song, you know? It would
1: hurt so bad, though.
0: Yeah, it would hurt, but it would get the point across, right? yeah in a way that isn't you know offensive and doesn't make everyone uncomfortable yeah so i was gonna say i don't think that white people should speak on other races problems like they have their voices mm-hmm. let them speak their opinions. stop talking over them you know yeah
1: i don't know that's my thought uh anyway i picked the song uh american idiot Mm
0: -hmm.
1: i love that song because it focuses on uh what we talked about earlier with the like stereotypes that just like exist in society Mm -hmm. and how like um this focuses on, on how everyone like um is like dragged into the like hysteria and like whatever the news or the media is telling them yeah And it kind of just, like, it's, like, with uh, the Black situation, they just kind of, like, oh, this is how it is, so I'll just- Yes,
0: like, this is how it is, but it's, like, does it have to be how
1: it is? Yeah. Like, stop
0: letting it be how it is.
1: Yeah, especially in the line, um, uh, Now Everybody Can Do the Propaganda and Sing Along to the Age of Paranoia. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that that one really hits home, the fact that, like, People nowadays are slowly starting to not think for themselves anymore. And they're just, like, buying it. There's a word for that.
0: There's a word for that. From uh, George Orwell, 1984. Groupthink. Mm. Look at me remembering books that I've read.
1: (laughs) That describes it. Sorry, that's all. Yeah. I think that's definitely, like, what it's focusing on. It's, like, stop, like, just listening to everyone was like you're allowed
0: to think did you know that
1: <laughs> did you try it have you
0: ever like have you tried using your wonderful amazing brain before probably not yeah I was gonna say it's a lot of work um my song you're gonna love this Mrs. Dean uh respect by Aretha Franklin I have a t-shirt with this on it I should have worn it for this um, the lyric that I really focused on is like right at the beginning I just like line, all I'm asking is for a little respect it's like just that part is kind of what I focused on it's like
1: mm-hmm.
0: all we want is just respect and if we don't have that basic thing how are we going to have anything else you know mm-hmm. I, that's kind of really all I focus on with it is all i want is respect like that's it just the most basic thing just a little respect i when did this come out um let me find that really quick 1967 so that's like the civil rights movement right. so like, yeah uh so like black people you know civil rights they didn't get a lot of respect because you know people are racist
1: mm-hmm.
0: but like even now it still hits hard it's like they're still just asking for respect like
1: mm-hmm. it's not that hard like it's just... like it's like the theme of i'm just asking for a little bit of human decency
0: yes yeah, like just like treat me like a human please like that's all i want is for us to treat each other like humans together
1: yeah and then i like the section it's the second to the last stanza mm-hmm. i like the like second pieces of it the a little respect i get tired keep on trying just running out of fools and i ain't lying mm-hmm. i like how it focuses on like uh yes i want this respect and i've been trying to get it and you'd think that it would i would have gotten something by now
0: yeah it's so, like i keep asking for respect you think someone would have listened yeah yeah. Um In conclusion, I don't like Cher's song. Um that's it. That concludes week nine. Oh, I have a better, race one, a and better ethnicity. one. In conclusion, don't be racist, y'all.
1: Uh next week, week ten, we also I believe have race and ethnicity again for the final yes. week. It's a three-week thing. We're focus, focusing on it for one more week. Uh, I assume it will have some form of subcategory. This week, I think, focused mostly in on, um, especially, like, for what we picked, um, buying into stereotypes. Yeah, we focused on, like, society's Society. This okay. week, I think. A lot.
0: Uh, hope you have a lovely week. Yes, have a lovely weekend, Mrs. Dean. Sorry for the noise once again.
1: No, whenever you you watch this, Gulio. Cool, yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, uh